Welcome back to Let God Do It Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Holly Michelle. And I am Naomi Serrano. And we have guest Amber J today for our top topic of self-doubt. So I was looking at something and um I think I I, I had to um I, I went to a started a church church um, group a couple weeks ago and they have these things they send us that we it's basically like homework for us to do um, called application and accountability and the one that they had for the week before um, is based on the sermon at church but basically um, it said to choose a disciple um, and the options were Noah, Abraham, Jacob, Moses, Solomon, Esther, Samson, and Elijah. And reflect on how God commissioned them to give power, orders, decision-making, or enforcing obedience. Um, and then to share some of your reflection with us and, you know, in the group. So I chose Elijah, like, during the time. Mind you, I had not ever read the story. And I read the story, and then I was like, okay, uh in every last person that God ever chose, they all were like, they all had self-doubt. Like every last one, they all had self-doubt. They doubted themselves like more than anything. Like Moses probably was the biggest one. He had like super low self-esteem. Um, but like everybody, Adam, Eve, Abraham, Sarah, David, Elijah, John the Baptist, they were like, all were doubters. <laughs> and when it comes to like, uh, you yourself and I know for me I'm, I definitely can doubt myself over and over again um, how easy is it, is it for you to um, doubt yourself how is it for, is it easy for you to go from um, having a belief in something to doubting that you're able to to do it or accomplish this or how easy is it for you to get to that point I think for me, um, it really depends on what it is. Um, but let's say it's like dreams and goals. Like, why is that the easiest thing to doubt yourself on? The stuff you want the most. You know what I mean? Like, for me, like, I believe it, but then I'll second guess it right. Well, maybe I just, maybe it ain't for me. Or maybe I won't ever get it. Even if I don't think that, it's like a not yeah. full belief. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know I can get the building. I can see me doing everything I've dreamed of doing. But man, I'm I'm 37. If I might I might be running out of time. <laughs> it might just right. be a dream. You know what I mean? Like I'll do that for sure. Right. But well, like uh I I you know, it's easy to say like why do we do that? But then it's like why is that a question? <laughs> like where does that come from? Is it just something that we just do on our own naturally and we've just been programmed with society to do it or where does that come from? <laughs> Is somebody else doubt you first and now you just, you're stuck with it or, you know, like where, where does it come from? Because even, you know, like I say, I'm, I'm definitely guilty of it all the time. <laughs> do I ever think like maybe it's just because like we weren't really taught to do that? And I hate to say taught because, you know, whatever, but like, if you weren't ever shown, like, I, you know, like, 
girl sucking your thumb, your mama knock your thumb out your mouth, like, stop sucking your thumb. But like, right. <laughs> but like, if you saying, I can't do something or whatever, like, we like to say we tell our kids not to or whatever, but do we do it enough? Right. I don't know, you know? I don't know. I kind of wish I, think, I didn't know. Yeah, I think for me, it's just like, maybe most of the things that I feel like I've had doubt on or self-doubt, I think that I didn't see around me, so I didn't feel like I had the ability uh, or the potential yeah. for it. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you, you know, like if, if you're in your family and nobody ever graduated high school, that seems like an impossible mission for you. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you're just yeah, the one breaking sense. that. Yeah, you're just the one. So it, when, I feel like for me, it's been that. Like I have never, I haven't seen it in my family. So it's like, okay, can I do this? <laughs> or is it even an option? That. Yeah. Right, right, right. Am I even like, you know, cut for this? Right. Do I have the abilities to actually do it? And we do. We have the ability to do whatever we put our mind to. And that's the thing about it. Our mind is <laughs> a powerful thing. thing. Yep. Because I remember um, one time I was like a lot younger, probably like 20 something. And I was talking to dad and I was just like, I don't think I want to get married because I ain't seen no long lasting marriage yet <laughs> you know what I mean? mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and you there you go like just because that's what we're going through don't mean that's gonna happen for you and i was just like mm, i ain't never thought about it that way <laughs> you know what I mean? yep <laughs> so, but you didn't see it so yeah you know? but you, you, you um you are totally right because a lot of people actually think that way especially when it comes to like a um i'll say like men will say that like i ain't never seen no good relationship or no long lasting relationship growing up you know and you'll have some women who may um they may have seen television like people used to be married for forever but that was on television not in your real life right. like in real life you didn't, oh. you didn't experience any of that you didn't get to see any of that you know um you didn't and, and sometimes with some of us some of us we didn't get to experience people actually we didn't, we didn't get to see them have enough faith to believe in like change you know we didn't get to, we didn't see that you know to learn it for ourselves mm-hmm. yeah i agree with it. and also it's like um like like um amber was saying like you don't for marriage for example like what you both were saying actually i'm sorry um you both actually referenced on the same thing where um amber said you know like she didn't believe in marriage and then you were saying how you don't see it but i feel like it's on on top of that also it's like nowadays people will go with oh you you know true love is not real that's only was back then it's still Ooh, here yeah <laughs> you know they'll be like the, the reference that they'll be like oh yeah like you know that was back in the days when, when couples really used to um hold it down and girls were more yeah but that can still happen it's just society has changed society music and entertainment yeah <laughs> has mm-hmm. changed the way we view things so mm-hmm. now for a female it's like well that's a red flag you know what i mean and it's like we all have red flags yeah <laughs> yep but we're quick to trigger people's flaws and what they're not good for instead of just being merciful and saying you know what everything's everything is willing to work but we quickly will be like oh that person once a cheater always a cheater they're never gonna change so we we you know, we speak down on it. Mm-hmm. I second that. <laughs> mm-hmm. We so, speak down on it. Yes. Our, power, our tongue has power. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it does. So, essentially, um, coming into the gay, it's um, what we learn 
in the course of our um, what do they call that phase when you're growing up like the the impressionable stage where mm-hmm. um, yeah where you're learning from what's around you and if it's not around you it's not something you know they always say um, what do they you can't um, basically can't do what you ain't never, what you've never been taught or never known so um, if it's not if you don't see it you know then there's that you know you can want it for yourself but essentially because you have never had it never seen it you don't know how to cultivate it like to actually do it you know I think sometimes it's when if you bring the Bible and you're like here's this story and I'd be like yeah uh, easier said than done mm-hmm. <laughs> like for real it's easier said than done like okay uh, you made it through the storm but I ain't like that <laughs> No, that's okay. that's your that's your first doubt. Like, uh, I don't know if I I can take on that that task, or I'm not strong enough for that, or I just ain't got the patience or the uh, the willpower to even deal with this or deal with that. Like, we automatically summarize the story before it even gets started. Mm-hmm. Yep, we really do. And that's the crazy part, because I just, you know, when you, like, uh, just even if you know one small story in the Bible, you know, like, uh, everybody had doubt in regards to their greatness, even God could see it, and they just couldn't, because it was like, listen, I never did this, you asked me to take on, you know, thousands, Do I, I don't even take on three people in my own right. town. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And in this world, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, let's use Amber's example. Okay, God said your goal is you supposed to be big out here, own a business. You like, God, do you know there's red tape? Do you know there's right. there is business licenses? Do you know I gotta pay for this? You know I gotta pay for that? Do you know? And he like, okay, go do it. Did I ask you any of that? Yeah. <laughs> No, that's true. You know, and we do that, you know, all the time. You know, I I thought today, um, I was thinking about when I talked to you the other day, Amber, when I called you, like, you know, I always call you after I talk to the doctor because we have, like, you know, we have PCOS. And so, all right, no, she's going to say, listen, <laughs> when... <laughs> Amber went quick with the response, like, uh, I already know, don't need to see it. I've been taking my medicine, dang. Hey, yo. <laughs> I was sitting in the shower, I was in the shower, and I was like, you know what? It just made me, it brought to mind, like, dang God, okay, I got you, I got you. So I was like, um, how many times do you think God has opened a door that you didn't realize was actually a door? Like, you ain't been thinking about it, mm-hmm. you ain't been, you know, focused on it. Your mindset kind of, kind of stuck in one place where it's like, okay, maybe I ain't supposed to, maybe I ain't supposed to, yeah. but God, like. Bro, you got insurance, right? Uh, yeah. Can you can you get online and find a doctor? Can you ask for help? Can you do this? Uh, These are all doors. These are all up. doors. Look. <laughs> look <up>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I was in this shower like, dang God, you about me? I'm about to be a minister out here, and no, I'm not. Yeah. But listen, <laughs> I was I was in the shower like, dang, it was it was a whole message from God like in the shower like. Like, y'all, he's like, you don't understand. Like, there do be doors. Y'all just don't realize that they're doors because we're not looking at it like that. You know, we're not, you know, so I was like, I called Amber and I went went through all this. Like, you know, I was, I called her because he showed me like that was faith. You know, it was, it was hope. Like, there 
there's this bigger picture saying, hey, this can be done. So I caught her with the information and I'm in the chair and he like, do you see what I just did? And I'm like, yeah, I get yeah. it. I got, <laughs> I got you. And I was like, I got to say this on the podcast, like Amber, that these are doors. These are doors, girl. Ain't no, ain't no, you know, maybe ain't supposed to. Man, he got, he got doors on doors on doors for us, for everything. Whatever we think that we want or we want to achieve and we feel like there's obstacles in between he'd be like ain't no obstacle that that you know what I'm saying that i can't be you know there's a door for everything mm-hmm. and i love that you said that because it took me back and this is a joke that i heard when i was a kid but literally i promise you my mind just went there um so i'm gonna say it real quick um it's a joke but in reality for me it wasn't a joke it was more of like a oh moment but you know everybody <laughs> You know, we could all read the same book and get a... For me, it was just a, like, ooh. So it gave me the say of, like, you know, when they'd be like, oh, you know, the whole religion debate where they'd be like, oh, um, I think it's Jehovah Witness. They don't get blood transfusions. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people will argue with them in the fact of, like, well, you know, God gave the intelligence to the doctors, but they still will go on their, you know, on their religion based on that um, right. from, from it. So this joke kind of, like, made me think of things like huh in a way so i'm gonna say it real quick so there's this lady that the building is on fire she goes to the roof um because she couldn't go downstairs because of the fire so she's in the roof and um the firemen arrive no the ambulance yeah no the firemen arrive first sorry I, it's been years i don't hear this this is like when i was <laughs> 14. me and my cousins when we were sleepover we would lay in bed and then when they hear this don't know <laughs> what i'm talking about but we would all be in a room and we'll just say jokes till like three in the morning like we'll all take turns with the lights off and say jokes mm. and that was just our family thing <laughs> when we got together um we'll just be in a room dark not sleepy you know phones weren't a thing back then i was before technology <laughs> um damn made me sound old <laughs> i'm not that old i'm in my 30s <laughs> but um yeah so the baby's in the room and um the firemen arrive and they're like oh um please jump down on the trampoline we're gonna help and she's like no i pray to god and he's gonna help me so then the firemen leave mind you it's a joke the firemen leave so then um the ambulance arrive and they're like hey um we're gonna go help you and she's like no god has said he's gonna help me i'm waiting for god yeah so, they got they, they got leave. that story redone a thousand times they I, did I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. And then the, what a um, crazy story. The I know. <laughs> I know the engine, but I still want to hear it. <laughs> and then the cops and the helicopter. She's like, "No, God's gonna help me." She ends up dying. <laughs> and um, more of the story, God sends people to help. When He wants to help us, is not literally Him coming down. Like, come here, give me your hand. That's why He made other people. <laughs> Yeah, they that um that's that's a good example they have. They I think the one I hear the most is there's a man waiting on the roof because there's a flood, and oh. God sends a boat, somebody with a boat to help. He sends another person with a raft, and he keeps saying, "I'm waiting for God, waiting for God, waiting for God," and he dies in the story. And it's like God, he's like God, why you didn't why you didn't save me? He said, "I did. I sent this, 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 and this." Yep. And you <laughs> and you decline them all. <laughs> 
and you just you buy you was like oh no there's somebody else coming he was like no nah, yeah. i sent you i sent i sent everybody that, that could help you just decided they wasn't the one so right. um yeah so and that, that's been a lot a of joke but for me it was just a, like huh moment like you know what <laughs> that's not even a, we may look at it Green as a joke, light, but that's, <laughs> i think you may look at it as a joke because you may not be mature enough but that's that's some real life like okay how many yeah. more it's like saying somebody you know you got red flags how many red flags you need before you you get the picture <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like when you a kid and you watching disney movies and you all good but when you adult and you watching disney movies yeah fine <laughs> yeah you felt that day, I, was, mm-hmm. I was watching encanto with my daughter oh and oh yeah you know how she has self-doubt because she was the only one with no powers mm-hmm. and the rest of the family did and it's kind of like the black sheet story in every family mm-hmm. so when i saw it and she sang that song of um and i forgot the song geez i haven't watched it in a minute but when she gets cut she's like oh the house is breaking down and she sings a song of like her wanting to be a part of the family girl i cried like a little girl i was like i feel you i feel you <laughs> so many coco have you watched coco Oh, well, Coco's another Coco one. without crying. You, yeah, no, Coco's another one. But you see how you see how um we're, we, how we're speaking. Um, when we did that face podcast, one of the things was the mindset was be childlike, you know, being ready to be obedient, right? Yeah. So you see how we, how it always circles back, like how we can look at a, a cartoon for kids. It's just a cartoon. Oh, this is so cute. This is funny. I like, yeah. like it. They like to hear the music. It's colorful. But we can look at it and see the bigger picture, the yeah. message. Why do we not do that in our everyday life i think think it takes us a little bit it's like uh it's like first crawling then walking then running so i feel like with us yep i feel like with us it's like that like first we we doubt things then we test the water we're like all right okay and then we jumping in it um Mm -hmm. i think we're like that with a lot of things and then there's things that we don't even you know the fear of it is just too big you know and then we also like i feel like also with everything going on um and people could think what they think this is just what i think and please don't come for me i feel like we social media has created a lot of negativity and i'm not saying because people post things i just feel like it has created jealousy um, and vision all these things and we tend to speak negative and think negative so if you if you're in a house and all you have is rotten potatoes you know what i mean like it's just that's what you're gonna give out mm-hmm. so if you clean your inside and you stop spreading negativity even if it's a comic because sometimes and i speak for myself sometimes I call, a friend will call me and they'll be like girl you saw what this girl posts i'll be like mm-hmm. and she took him back you know what i mean and right there I'm not doing good. My response should be, yeah, it's her life to each his own. We can just pray for her. Instead of just, oh girl, yes. And let me tell you, I saw her in the store and that doesn't help. It really doesn't because not only are you speaking that that to somebody else and, you know, jumping on it instead of being the not rotten potato and like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm gonna choose different and don't call me for this no more because anytime you call me from something negative, I'm gonna turn it into positive. Yep. I seen something today and it's something like I already been like practicing, but it was just, it was nice to see somebody else post it where it was basically like, whenever you think you're gonna be like, oh girl, that couldn't be me. 
God will show you that. Oh, yeah. not only did it be so from there on, I just been like, I don't even want to know what that feel like. I don't want to mm-hmm. have nothing to do mm-hmm. with that. <laughs> I don't care. You stronger than me because yep. I don't want to know. I don't even know. I don't want to know. So yeah, that's my favorite word. Yep. To each his own. You got it. <laughs> Cause I didn't have my own share, and I definitely, mm-hmm. like, even when I'm at the shop, and like a, a lot of drama has happened at the shop these past couple months, and I just try to keep telling people, hey, I didn't, I didn't done some childish stuff too when I was young. I it just mm-hmm. it wasn't a gang of people around when I did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know, I just let him grow. He need to grow. You know, leave it at that. Have you? And you remember when you were younger? I'm sorry, Holly. Okay. Um, remember? I don't know if you guys experienced this as, as I was younger, but I'm guessing because I feel like we all go through same scenarios growing mm-hmm. up, but in different ways. But you remember? I don't know if you remember, but back then when you were probably a kid, because I say that they probably think we know each other for years. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you remember when you were probably a kid, and people would be like, your at least your your elders would be like, oh. um they'll make certain comments and into that sense of they'll be like oh um tell me who you're hanging with and I'm gonna tell you who you are um I understand that phrase now more than ever because if I surround myself with people who all they do is gossip all day and drag people then that's how I'm gonna become eventually and I hate that people be like well that's not me but eventually you do participate in certain conversations Mm -hmm. whether if you surround yourself from people who just uplift or your atmosphere is going to be different because then you're just going to, you know, you, you're going to call this person is always going to be a positive vibe. So it won't let you fall into that funk, negativity, oh. self-doubt, depression. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we have to be aware of our surroundings. And I know people be like, well, that ain't me. If my friend is that, that don't mean I'm that. And that's true. That's very true. But it does affect your, your, your atmosphere. It doesn't ch- affect what's around you. For instance, if I have like a, a friend who is very community service use that word she's very um he or she is very for the community and they do, wow. they like to do a lot of community service um i might necessarily not be in that but in a certain situation i might be like well they do it so it's okay for me to do it once and you know what i'm saying it's just risky it's like playing with fire yeah because it's so, so easy to like get distracted or forget i don't know how to say it but I definitely mm-hmm. understand, like, on a daily basis, especially when I, I side note, I accidentally washed my AirPods. So that kind of messed up my whole flow. So <laughs> on, <laughs> on a daily basis, I'm listening. I put my AirPods in when I'm at work, and I'm listening to, like, T.D. Jakes, like, all day long. Different mm-hmm. sermons, whatever, all day long. And when I do that, I can get through that job that day. I can get through it the whole day. I'm I'm on top of my doubt. I'm on top of my faith, like all day long. Mm-hmm. It's like okay. you know, constantly keeping a. I, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not thirsty because I constantly have that water flowing. Right. Type of yep. I'm gonna ask you a question just because you said that, and the spirit just kind. Of, I'm just gonna ask you a random question. Um, how have you been praying like lately this week? This well, week, with, like yeah, like when did you lose them today? No, man, it's been like two weeks now. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, so for the past two weeks before you lost it, were you like only listening to sermon and music and not like actually separating time for God? Well, the thing is, the reason why I have been doing it that way is because I'm like in constant prayer all day long. Okay. Because I'm hearing it and I'm talking to God all day long. But like, um, 
let's say that's not in my ear and they start playing different music or whatever, or I'm just got too much time by myself, whatever. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, and but I'm I, not, not that alone time you're choosing to listen to the podcast or like something spiritual uplifting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That happened to me um, for like two weeks. I lost my AirPods. Well, I laugh. I said the spirit because I just experienced that. I found my AirPods yesterday in my purse in a pocket that I checked 30 times. Mm, I, mm. Promise. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. I checked that pocket 30 times. <laughs> I did not see them there. I said, you something else. But you know what it was? I do the same thing, even at work, um, and Hadi knows I express it to her. Um, I always am doing the same, so is she. I think we all do that when we're in this path. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I was not actually like, I was just always listening, putting something in my ears. And if I always had, and this is what I what I, what I was, well, as soon as I found them, I'm like, oh, you something else. I always have something in my ear, how am I hear your voice? True. I can, so, I can feel you, I can feel that. Yeah. So for me, it was just that. So when I found them, I was like, whatever. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> I have been dragging my feet buying some more. But, man, I can just, I can tell when um, when it's been a minute. You know yeah. what I mean? No, and you I haven't heard. It, you you know, find it. Yeah, I, like if I had that Bible study and that word and that just, you know, I can, I can feel, I feel it right now, like. It's been a minute, you know, and I don't like that because I, I can see, you know, yeah. like you, like uh, you can see you just differently. Yeah, no, no, and it's something. It's like it's like your. It's already implemented in your agenda, so when you don't have it, it it just you get off track. So I know what you mean because I'm the same. I'm like, okay, now what? Like I gotta listen to other people and like you know, it's just yeah like that that whole thing. And sometimes we do outbox herself but I always try to find a positive so who knows maybe God is, wants you to communicate something or he wants you to observe something that maybe that's distracting you probably you right yeah because this this job man had to take them AirPods out and I had to deal with the job and it's so that's maybe what he needed you to do yeah <laughs> I, I mean I'm like listen if you're trying to get me to walk up out of there I'm getting close <laughs> I tell you yeah that no, he fine. does when they say he works in mysterious way he does and people will be like oh she's just talking about airpods but no he no. he does he does the the littlest thing sorry yep. he does the littlest things um, every time in that sense yes he do yep so let me ask this question um because i wanted to kind of feed this in when it comes to self-doubt um has it ever been a time where like you like you you, you know you had your self-doubt but it was hard for you to change it for your faith to kick in and things changed for you because of something that God showed you. Like it, like you, you had to self doubt, but in order for you to believe for your faith to truly kick in, he had to show you who he was or he was capable or he was real. And that changed your mindset. I don't know if he 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 appeared to change. I felt like he allowed me to lose on a couple things that probably wasn't meant for me, but they were meant to be examples to help build myself out. If that makes sense, to help your faith. Yeah. So, for example, um, 
I don't know how to put this in words, but I'm going to. I'm very new to coming out of my box, so bear with me. <laughs> I have people that I'm friends with for 20 years and they don't know half of the stuff I lived. I'm very good at sheltering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm, I'm learning how to, what we talked about the last podcast, I'm learning how to build my walls down, how to bring them down. I build, I built a pretty good castle, I gotta say. <laughs> Knocking these walls is hard. <laughs> It's hard um, because you know there goes again the pride, mm-hmm. um, you know judgment where you feel like, and none of that should matter. Um, but it, we're humans, so I'm learning how to express myself. But yeah, I I feel like for me, um, it, it's a lot of things. But I will recently I can say um, besides the job I already shared that was when I had my um, when I found out I was pregnant and had the miscarriage because. You know, at the age of 15, because I was diagnosed with um, polycystic ovaries um, at the age of 15, I was told that I was not able to have kids ever and that I was going to die um, young, whatever the doctor said. Um, my mom wasn't very, she was upset with me after I lost my V card, so she would not go to my appointments with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a whole nother story, but yeah. So um, after after that, she kind of treated me like an adult. So um, I was pretty much on my own. So even when I went through that, I couldn't go to her and discuss it. One, my mom is Spanish. Her English was not very good. And even if I tried to explain it to her, this, the Hispanic community, I don't know, um, you know, for, my, for me, my family, um, we don't share our medical stuff. I don't know why, but we don't share like, any medical history of like my grandparents or any of that which is very important i learned that now when i experienced the miscarriages um but i was told i couldn't have kids so i never had kids in none of my relationships i got pregnant um and then i end up sorry i end up um getting pregnant talking about airpods Um, I ended up getting pregnant from Janaima um, after two miscarriages and out or something yeah she did can you hear me now yes yeah. <laughs> my left ear pod died so i tried to switch it but i guess when i switched it it took me off completely i apologize for that um so when i found out i was pregnant and i saw the test i was saying when i saw the test I immediately jumped into self-doubt because I was told I could not have kids at the age of 15. So here I am at 27 years old, taking this pregnancy test and it comes back that is, um, it comes back that is um, positive. And I immediately like, I immediately like doubt it. I'm like, what? No, the test is wrong. Um, you know, like 
I didn't believe the test. <laughs> I was like, that's wrong. Um, I can't have kids. What are they talking about? And my self-doubt immediately kicked in. And when I went to my OB, I was pregnant. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and and for me, it was just like, in that moment, in my mind, it was programmed. I would never have kids. You know, and here I am 15, 17 years later with a test that says I'm pregnant. I never experienced that. So I was just like, yeah, no, this is wrong. And, you know, and then I, I, I doubted so much that I lost the baby. And I always say this, I blame myself doubt for that. Um, so when I went in and it, it ended up being an empty sack <laughs> and I can laugh now about it. <laughs> it's not funny at all, but I can laugh about it now because for me, it was like, uh, so I, um, I can't have kids. You know what I mean? When they came, I was yeah. like, oh, the logic quickly kicked in where like, oh, I knew it. I knew it. That's why uh, I didn't want to get my uh, hopes up. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah. So I felt like that was for me, that one. But I ended up still getting my blessing, but he was just working with my, getting my mind out of that mindset where I, what I was told. That's deep. Yeah. So you, Amber? Okay, I, I don't mean to be stupid, but run it back to me. Say it again so I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, a, a circumstance where he had to show you. He had to show me. So you can get out of it, you know? Oh, okay. I got one. I, the one that's the only one I can think of, like right off the rip. But um, it was the last breakup because we had so much stuff like business wise mixed together it was was like I want to say 90% of the reason why I was just like I, I was staying I wasn't you know I wasn't looking at nobody and I was miserable but I mean my money's coming in the business is going well we got too much together and so I can honestly say I was afraid to walk away from it because I didn't want to have to rebuild. Mm. And I had so much on my plate, you know what I mean? Like, I had already went part-time at my job. I just got a new car. Got the darn uh, payment is a lot more than I typically would actually pay if I, you know, knew all this was going to happen. And then the mortgage went up like $500. Like, it was it was tough to walk away, you know? But, and... and the mortgage situation didn't pop up till after I did. Yeah. So it was like, but I had already asked God like three times, like. So can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. When the mortgage payment went up after you left your situation, did you feel like you made a bad move, and that's why that what happened? Did it ever like cross your mind? Um, because I think like that sometimes when things go left, and you just spoke to me saying that. You know what? <laughs> any other any other time in life, I would have, but this particular time, I didn't care because I I, I it, you were ready. Yeah, are, you knew things is different though. You know, like I had already constantly been praying and listening to God and moving when God wanted to me. This is a, this is like my favorite. I, I, not that like I'm just super old but out of every situation this is like my favorite situation because I seen God so clearly because when I say God came through baby but the cool thing was I felt like I passed the test yeah 
You know what I mean? Like I, I did that. It might not been a hundred percent, but I passed like at an eighty nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you in there? You in there? <laughs> For real? I'm serious. I didn't get a so, D, but I got an A minus. Hey, hey, I was right <laughs> there. Really. I got through. He is still passing with some course. I'm for real, and, and like even right now, I do not know how these bills are getting paid, baby. Because I just drop it, drop it right there, and it makes me constantly think before I start stressing. Because I almost did it about a week ago, and I was like, God provides, God be providing for you. He's been doing it already. You ain't got no reason to be tripping. Go on, stop doing that. And it's like, and so with the self doubt, like I think it's a constant practice. That's my answer for every question. That's my answer for every podcast. It's a constant practice. You have to practice like all day until you're doing it like without a sh- like like second nature subconsciously. Like, and that's the other thing. Not to get off topic, but as much as I like to say I want to be like Jesus, I just don't know, man. Because because <laughs> <laughs> boy, you you cold blooded. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> To be at that level of yeah. trusting God, that's, man, it's so much easier said than done. I, I hate when people act like, oh, you ain't trusting God. Girl! God, walk up out of my shoes here. Yeah, it's easier said than done. That's only to judge mm-hmm. nobody when they like, they feel some type of way. I just try to lift them. And I'm like, and I always finish it off like, hey, and I'm telling you all this right now, but if I go through something and I'm and I'm acting weak, you better say the same thing to me. Right. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it's just easier said than done sometimes. Yeah. No, that's true. Cause I was having a conversation with uh, a friend of mine today, actually today. And she was like, Oh, you're so blessed that you work from home. And you know you're able to use your daughter and take her out or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you're blessed in other ways than I. Ain't. You know, yeah. he blesses all of us. It's just different. Mm-hmm. You just gotta stop looking at the other person's blessing and like, why she get that? I ain't get right. that. You know what I mean? And it's just like you got your own portion of blessing. Leave mine and, here. And you don't know what's coming with that blessing. You have mm-hmm. no clue. Exactly. Yeah, they have to travel through yeah. to get there. Exactly. So and that's that's the thing about it. People don't understand. Exactly. Most of us don't sit here. Like I said, I have people I've been friends with for 20, 15 years, and they do not know that I was molested as a child. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I'm not open with everybody, but that's what I'm learning now to be open to bring my walls down and, you know, this is me. And, and, and it's not more of like, I want pity from you, but I'm proud of who I am with all I went through. And that's yeah. where I stand now, where before it was just like, people don't need to know my business. No, you want, you know, and it's not me defending myself or trying to show people, you know, what I've been through or whatever. It's just, that's my story, my journey, and I own it. Yeah. No, not even, not even, even, even that. I look at it as a bigger picture, like, do you know where I could have been? Right. That part too. His mercy. I definitely be thinking like it took me a while but once like I let go of worrying what people thought or mm-hmm. or anything because you know like and I'm saying that but it's not like do they like my hair it's like I don't care what you think of what I've done thus far because we all got our stuff I'm just not about to hide mine I don't care you know what I mean yep. you can't hurt me 
if I'm hiding it, you might be able to pull it out one day. But if I'm sitting out there bare and I don't care, you can't hurt me, you can't touch me. I'm no. Right. I love that. Yes, definitely. Right. Yes, that's that. And that's what like I and then when you see other people who are still bond by those 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 chains, you tend to be like, well, I was there. You'll get I out of it. it. Yeah. yeah, you'd be like, get out of it. Trust me, you live so much simpler. I, 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 I mm-hmm. always say that to my friends. I'm like, listen, if you just be who you are, it's so simple. You yep. don't have mm-hmm. to, you know. There's nothing. You just, it's a, it's this whole, it's a, a different. It's like putting glasses on the first time. Right, right. And, and those who have glasses know what I mean when you put glasses <laughs> on for the first time. It's like, oh my Thanks. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you thought you were seeing. Right. Uh-huh, but put them glasses on. <laughs> now you got real you. now you got real twenty twenty. Vision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that goes also with like self doubt. It's pretty much the same thing. You doubt things, but when you look at it better, you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Right. When you see love it. yourself more. Yes, I think self doubt goes with that too. I think um you know, having self doubt means you don't really see the potential in yourself. Love yourself a little bit more to to see yourself out of a little box. Let me say something real quick, because I know how they're about to hit us with another one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you about to have us, bro. Right, let me go ahead and throw this in here before you do it. Um, it just made me think. What I was saying just made me think of something. But um, so these past couple uh weeks or so, I've been looking for a new building for me to uh, work out of. You know, I do tattoos, whatever. So I found a building. Um, it's off of, it's off the of Broadway where I'm at. It's off of Broadway. Like you get a building off Broadway. I don't care how small or big it is, guaranteed success. Right? You're doing and, something. You're doing something. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. And Broadway and any state, because here Broadway is big. Any state. Too. <laughs> Broadway so, is that street. Listen, even on uh, what's that game? <laughs> Right, it is Monopoly. <laughs> Broadway, baby, that's all you need. <laughs> You're winning. Because right. I'm a Broadway, it's a perfect little size for like me and two other people. It ain't got to be nothing big. It's a great starter starter business. I go and look at it. It's perfect. I love it. And I'm talking to the lady. She's she's a lady for another lady. She's like an assistant to another lady. I said, all right, uh, shoot me the details. And then the next day, she says, uh, yeah, the bill is available. It's $1,200 a month. The only problem is you can't have it as a tattoo business. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, all right. And I told my friend about it because he cut hair. And I, let, and I just brought him so he could see it. So hopefully he'd do something with it. Moving on couple days later I've already drawn out the building I want at the end you know what I mean like the building that I really want like that starter one would have been great though I go to pick up some supplies from this store and when I go down Grand you know Grand's good too any state mm-hmm. <laughs> I go down Grand and the building is right there Wow. The building that I've drawn out already is basically right there. I've never, I, I can't tell you the last time I drove down Grand and actually looked around. A lot of times if you drive down Grand, it's two o'clock in the morning and you're just trying to make it home. Okay? Right. <laughs> so, because you've been out kicking it all night. So anyway, the building was right there and all I could think of God was saying was like, you ain't get what you want, baby. Get what you want. Stop. Don't settle for less. 
get what you want. And I love it when he does that. Oh man. And the thing is, this is a crazy thing. And so hopefully when it happens, y'all, we can all rejoice. But um the crazy thing is the building's not vacant at all. The the people who are in there, like it's a nice little business, but something deep down in my heart is like, that's gonna be your building. Just hang on. Just wait. Nothing in my heart said you can't get that building. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little nervous. Like, dang, you put that in me like that? <laughs> I, I ain't felt that in a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll see, y'all. But, I love when he like, does that. I really love when he does that. Hey, that's a, that's a super dope story. And they, it made me, I'm over here cheesing like a mug. And I'm cheesing because, you know, uh, I, I think I had someone named me. I was scrolling around on TikTok like the other day and a video I said, I said I think it has my algorithm because now everything that pops up is spiritual the God everything so a woman had popped up and she spoke on something that I do on a regular basis I write a letter to God and she was like I write a letter to God every day and she was like I'm going to tell y'all um, not you know her prayer but she was like what I did she was like she wanted a house and she wrote a letter to God every day talking about what she wanted it to look like just all specific she said she got her house no down payment no money in the bank she Ooh. got her a house she wow. said god did that for her she's like and i'm going to share with you guys what i do she's like she's like i wasn't going to share because people get offended when you talk about god but she was like god told me share your story so when you started saying i was like oh man this sounds just like what she was saying like okay <laughs> and god made amber drive right on past her building like go ahead let me, let me show you what you expect to get <laughs> you know who did that also like in the bible um, I forgot who it was. Was it um Jericho when they he brought the walls down? Mm-hmm. That they literally only walked around and the walls fell down. But because spiritually he told them like walk around, keep going in circles around the town. I think it was um yeah, I think when he um brought the walls down, Jericho was it? Jericho? I can't, I can't remember right now. But it was when they were going to the promised land. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they had to walk <clears throat> around it to like bring them down, and literally it was based on their faith. You know what I mean? I think it was yeah. Joshua. It was based on the faith, and even in church, like there was this this guy, um, and he wanted they wanted to move to a new temple, and I used to um, this was the church I used to go to. I do visit them when I can on Sundays, um, but yeah. So he was literally said saying in the church that he's walking around this package store because it was this place that it was for rent and they wanted that place to be the new temple right so he was saying like prophetic for prophesying church how he's gonna walk around it kind of like the whole um jericho thing and he's like and you're gonna see that god is gonna give us this whatever whatever then i stopped you know visiting the church and whatever i was doing with my um sinful life back then and um <laughs> I can't lie, right? So <laughs> I stood far away from visiting. You know us. <laughs> so um then when I revisit them they were in a whole new temple and I was like you know, I was wondering, um, you know, because that pastor still has the same number since when I was like fifteen. Um, so I ended up calling her and she gives me the address to the new temple and when I go to their new temple I was like oh, wow this was better than what he walked around and and i loved it because now now me going through my journey you know he was being tested by his faith and 
when it got rented to a package store, I'm pretty sure that was just the enemy trying to mess with his faith. Mm-hmm. But then God gave him something better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they're at now mm-hmm. is huge. They even have a path to do baptism in the back. Like it's a huge temple. And I want to say, I think they paid it off. I'm not sure. But it's just amazing because I remember when that church started because I was with a pastor and she ended up cheating on her husband and, you know, that failed. And they ended up giving us like a, she, they pretty much gave the church to another pastor. Um, so a lot of people left. Um, it was a lot that happened with the pastors we had at the time. And that's why I always feel like you know, like if you go to church and you're religious and all that, um, you know, that's great because, you know, that's where you study God's Bible, which you can do at home as well. But, you know, it helps you build your faith and it creates a community and it creates that environment or atmosphere that was, that you know, that I was talking about earlier. You align yourself with more people like that. But, you know, in that sense, God showed me, God showed me, you know, you can't put your faith on your pastors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. I learned. And and it, and if that pastor would have left, then and I people. had to do my own right. I had to do my own work at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I say what I say. I don't think going to church is something bad at all. I say to each his own. I know I'll probably be like, "Oh, you're gonna be condemned if you don't go to church." I don't think so because that's just, this is my opinion again. I don't think so because of what I experienced. So those two those two pastors who I used to go to church with ended up having human problems. Um, whatever the enemy was, you know, attacking them and however they deal with their situation, again, to each his own. But, you know, they ended up leaving a whole church without pastors, you know? Um, so it's like leaving your sheeps in the wild for the wolves to rabbit. it. Mm-hmm. But this other pastor came in, and I love her as a pastor. She's a single pastor. She's unmarried. Um, and I love her. And seeing from where they started, because they were literally, they started in their house. She started with her grandkids and her children in her house. And from there to see where she's at now, I'm like, wow, God, you're amazing. And a lot of people judged her. They didn't believe that God gave her the calling to be a pastor. You know what I mean? Like it happens to all of us. So just seeing where she started in her home with her family and seeing now the temple that God has gave her, you know, for her to continue his work. I I, I tell you, I love when he does things like that. So when you quickly said about the the shop and it happening i feel like that's just the process but wait because what might he might give you might be bigger than what you saw yeah mm-hmm. yeah um did it mean to go off sorry it just brought me there <laughs> no you're, you're okay <laughs> i um i i mean i've, I've kind of said the story like over and over again but um i've had a couple of different scenarios where my my self-doubt kicks in and I kind of lose the faith um I, I speak in regards to like um Caleb as I said you know when I was younger before he was born I had an abortion and after that I felt like I was being punished and I would always talk and be like you're not giving it to me because I did this and you haven't forgiven me and this is not and so <laughs> it's been it was like six years six and a half years later and I was in the process of really just like losing weight I wasn't focused on that it wasn't focused on it no more I did talk about it, you know, here and there, but I wasn't focused on it. And then when I am decided to check myself in at the hospital and they tell me, hey, um, we didn't find any gallstones, but we did see a skeleton. And I'm like, a skeleton? 
<laughs> but I'm like, oh, a baby. I was like, oh, okay. Like, super excited. Like, okay, I hope he lives because I didn't put all these drugs in my system. Um, but, like, in that moment, like, I didn't think about whether I was prepared. I didn't think about, you know, like, oh, like he gave me something. Like, I, I, I didn't think about anything. I, um, going forward, I was just like, whatever my issues were, whether it was uh, in my body, whatever the issue was, um, I didn't see whatever he saw I didn't see the bigger picture I didn't see anything past what I was thinking about every single time I talked about it like all I could think about it was I was being punished I couldn't see anything else um you didn't see the forgiveness yeah I didn't see the the forgiveness you know and then I didn't you know in in my mind you know I'm still like why you didn't give me one in between the time (laughs) (laughs) why had you six years you know like you know I I, you know when you look back at I'm like okay I see what was going on you know in the household I see why this wasn't you know feasible at that time I see now you know during the during the phase it was like I can't I don't get it I don't get it I don't get it you know um but I, I can't even say that like when he came I was ready but I say I wasn't ready but God knew I was mm-hmm. and he does that too so are there is there um, any area in your faith um, that you are feeling most challenged in right now yeah and it goes back to about I don't think it's all only self-doubt. I think it's also like, for me, honestly, it's just like me still understanding God's yes and God's no. I think I had that that same thing where like I, I think I said before in the very first podcast or I was talking, I was like, you know, how people who are just starting or don't know um, being able to distinguish. Right when it's him or when it's you or maybe it's the mm-hmm. enemy giving you giving you a message <laughs> or telling right. you something to do right so what i'm learning and we do have a topic on on listening to god's voice but it's just i feel like this goes i i love our topics because they all like align themselves um <laughs> but yeah like i feel like yeah i agree i think i i would say a lot of it for me is just that because i don't want to go out on my will because my will gets me in trouble so it's more like <laughs> I'm just honest my will gets me in lots of trouble um, so I'm just more of like mm, I'll wait I'll wait for your three confirmations <laughs> I'll wait I'll wait and then when I get them I'll be like that's one alright that's two let's go <laughs> and sometimes even when like speaking you know in, in, in the sense of faith also even when you hear his voice and you get the three answers like the three confirmations of it or more than three you, you we gotta remember we're gonna be tested yeah you know what i mean so it's like okay he did give you the word the confirmation's there he is gonna have your back but you still gonna be tested whole thing it's what if i be thinking i don't like the test huh <laughs> we don't like the test no mm-hmm. definitely not um, <laughs> but, um sometimes i'll be thinking like is it a test you know what i mean or is it just 
us not rising to that level of faith. Mm. And only what I'm be thinking that is because it's like, okay, like, think about when um who did, who was it? Simon Peter supposed to get off the boat and he said, "Got you know Jesus is that really you you know mm-hmm. whatever." Mm-hmm. And he got there, but then when he seen the waves coming up and, mm-hmm. and he got scary, you know he started sinking. Like, was that the test for? Who was it a test for? Because you don't want to ask to get off the, you know what I mean? You don't mm-hmm. want to ask to get off the boat. And then when you got off the boat, you got scared. And like we do that though, you know? Yeah, like, we do. Amber, you wanna you wanna quit this job and you can walk away right now and thrive, but you're scared. But then here you go. But how am I gonna pay these bills? And uh-uh, I'm gonna get all these things you just put in the mix. And <laughs> the waves scared. come up. The bills it, come up. <laughs> And God, and God said, "Who asked about any of that? Did I say you know, any of that?" Taking care of you, <laughs> right? Like eyes have not heard, ears have not heard, mouth has not sold. Right? Don't be, don't be mocked by it. You gotta be like him in the boat. Just sleep. Yep. Just sleep. Just relax. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where, like, if um, if I spoke folks on the area. Um, I think most of my doubt comes in and the biggest area in life is financial, anything financial. Um, I think with everything else, I can, I can, I can hold my faith. But when it comes to finances, I, yeah, it's it's a weak spot. (laughs) For me, it's people around me, relationships. Mm. The financial, he proved to me how he got me. Like I said, I was having a job, getting paid but literally couldn't get a place to live. So he he showed me that. That, I'm clear. I got that. He got me. I'm clear on that. No questions asked. With me, it's more in, like, relationships with people. I suck at cutting people off. But I can I can be, like, you know, cutting them off in the sense of, like, whatever. But I am... I'm weak at that, too, because if they come and apologize, I'm so gullible, like, for those little, like, I don't know. I've been through so much that if you tell me like your life story, I'll, 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 I'll just be like, oh my gosh, no, hug me, come here. And I got to stop that. <laughs> I got to stop that because, you know, not everybody here is nice and not everybody has good spirits. And, and you know, and, and what is it that my, um, what they used to say, like darkness attracts light or I forgot how it was said. Uh-huh. Or light attracts darkness. I don't uh-huh. know how it was said, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like sometimes my I, I tend to give fuel to other people, but then I stay with nothing. Yeah. And then I take their energy. Um, because if I speak with somebody and they're depressed and I'm uplifting them, guess what's happening to me tomorrow when I wake up? Depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm picking up their energy and I'm learning how to not do that. How to be like, oh, this stays with you in your house. Pray for you. Um, you know what I mean? Learning how to not try to be God in people's life. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. Where When you call me, oh, I need 600. Let's pray about it. <laughs> Come on. Come to my house. <laughs> go fast. Let's pray. Instead of immediately saying, well, let me see what I can do for you. All right, I only got 300 right now here. Let's try to, you know, I, I tend to be that person. And I feel like that's what I'm learning to say. Instead of being a yes man, uh, no, no, sorry, but we could pray about it. You know, mm-hmm. finding other ways to help people without necessarily screwing me over. 
Yeah. Any particular area for you, Amber? I don't even. Should I want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Man. <laughs> <Probably> your turn. <laughs> she already I was. I don't even <laughs> Right, look. Back to you. <laughs> the thing, oh, no. We in reverse. We in <laughs> right, reverse. Reverse. <laughs> This counts, but like for a minute, I don't, I don't even know if it, it's the right thing. That's a really good question. I'm sitting here like, yeah. girl, don't be asking me <laughs> like that. Let me think. <laughs> what shifted so you to say, you know what, I can't do this? What was that thing that made it like, you know, a little screw that was like, all right, this can work. I can't do this. I have all the will, I have all the confidence. Was it a conversation with a person? Was it a prayer? Was it a fast? Was it you talking to yourself? Was it looking in the mirror one day and saying, I can't do it. Yes, I can. The whole Obama thing. You know what? I'm a, that's, it's, you know, because um, I've been going to therapy and one of the things my therapist has asked me a few times, what gets you out of that mode or that mood? And I'd be saying like, girl, I don't know. I was just, <laughs> um, I was just sitting there and I fell asleep for real. <laughs> But I mean, that's what works. But you know, that I mean, he just put me to sleep. Like, girl, I'm gonna put you to sleep to get this off your mind. But 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 sometimes, for real, it it really be um a talk with him. Like, it's like me talking it out, you know, and it's a conversation. And like, if I don't, I have kind of steered away from calling people and talking about it with people because um, sometimes people don't understand you just want to uh, release you don't want an opinion you don't want no help um, you just want to release so I have a transition to just talking to God about it like okay let me tell you what happened let me tell you what happened homeboy because this was as well and it, it, as I talk it out I um, can see the pieces and parts that I missed and then I can see where he might see the strength in me that I ain't seeing in myself. And then I can see where I am somebody that is loved by others or cared for in a way that I feel like I don't notice, you know? Like I had told him, Amber, when we was on the live, I said, you know, and you and Brooke were like, you know, you really changed our lives. And I was like, I told everybody like after that, when I started, I was like, I can't believe, I can't believe they said that. You were like, you don't believe, why do you, why do you not believe it? Like why, you know, I was like, y'all just don't know what I be going through <laughs> mentally, you know? So it was like, um, just, you know, that in itself was like, dang, you know, uh, somebody, you know they do they they do love you know love you know so it, it it my conversation with him most of the time will take me out of 
whatever I, I get myself into. Nice. That's nice. That's beautiful. I definitely, um, every now and then, I just got to go into a little quiet space and really keep it G with God, like, all the way. And we'll get to talking. And it always, it always ends the same, like, but I got you. I've been had you. I've been mm-hmm. you. Like, don't be afraid of nothing. You know, period. Yeah. Because to me, self-doubt is just fear. Period. Yeah. And if we could just, you know, you're gonna, we're gonna get scared, you know, or fearful or think we can't do something, whatever the case is. And just like I said earlier, it just go down to practicing, like remembering, practicing, remembering, like God is, God got it. God's power is so big and amazing. Like there's no way you could lose if you if you got him and he got you. There's no way you could lose. And just remembering that no matter what type of storm you're in, at least that's what I'm working on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear that a hundred for me is um you know he works with all of us differently um but for me it's mainly like he he tends to give me a word right um and I'd be like okay I heard the word right the word was giving and I immediately jump into self-doubt um for a lot of reasons you know and it has to do a lot with my upbringing and um how I was raised and things I went through so I immediately jump into self-doubt like okay yeah no why me (laughs) and um he tends to put people around me that give me an example of what he gave me or are doing or in the path of what he gave me and makes me view it in a different aspect you know Mm -hmm. he just shows me in what ways it can work also Mm -hmm. um so for example when I met Holly um at work I had told her, yeah, God told me about a podcast, a book, whatever. She was like, oh, I have a book. And I'm like, hmm. And then my little sister from that side came out with a book. So he makes, like, the people around me, like, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. involved in what, in the word that he gave me to be like, okay, listen, I told you this. But you don't do it, I'm going to do it. But you're going to see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, for me, it's just been that where... I have all these ideas and plans or whatever in my head um, that were giving to me and it's repeated by other people but then he'll give me the example of people around me because he knows you know he knows how all of us are individually and how we work so he's like all right with this one I gotta show her because she's stubborn she's stubborn and I gotta show her and I have to shake her world so for me it's like I, I gotta go through it to learn and it sounds it sounds really like weird I would say or crazy but in reality it's just because of everything I've been through that's just how I I like you have to literally put me on the fire and then I'll be like all right I'm gonna fight for my life um if I ain't there it's just like I'd be like uh, I procrastinate a lot so that's what I'm learning with with him and and and, and this way of him like teaching me through others and I'm like okay I get it now I see I understand (laughs) yeah so I'm gonna ask this last question um how much do you think self-esteem plays in self-doubt a lot I think it it is self-doubt self-esteem 
because if you if you have a great self-esteem there's no doubt in you there's no negativity thoughts mm-hmm. it's interesting because you know they don't use these words in the bible they don't they don't talk about <laughs> self-doubt you just hear the story and and how you know what they said or what they spoke and they definitely don't talk about self-esteem or use the terminology but you can see when you read the stories and you hear how Moses spoke about himself or um, you know how Elijah didn't think he was worthy or he could take on the task or it was too you know how everything was too much for them you know because it wasn't you know they were used to you know just sowing some putting some seeds down you know they just, they want to put some water some seeds uh, or you know need some bread some flour water make some bread and mm-hmm. drink some wine <laughs> that's what they know but it was important <laughs> no I love that you I love that you threw that out there because it is important to say that because I remember going to church as a kid or you and somebody you know a a, a, a younger person or an adult was going through a depression and quickly the church was trying to rebuke demons off of them and you know i do believe you know the spiritual and all that stuff of course it comes i mean if i believe in god i have to believe in everything but for me it's just more of like depression like i understand how they could feel like a demon but i don't i wouldn't consider depression or you know like self-doubt or 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 um or what you just said I wouldn't consider those demons and I I, I used to hate that they used to say that in church because I was going through my own hell inside as a as a kid and youth and they didn't even know you know what I mean yeah Yeah. nobody didn't even know and because I wasn't depressed I didn't show signs of depression didn't mean I wasn't going through it I'm I'm poker face I'm always smiling so I hated that they would do that and try to rebuke like oh let's rebuke the depression out of you like um yeah about that and i and, and i'm and i mean this very respectfully about churches it's just again my experience and what i felt and i just felt like they were treating it wrong so it's like going to the cardio um for your foot i just felt like it was just i don't know that was just my opinion on it again and it was just because I just felt like it, it, that's that was like you try oh rebuke it oh you gotta get out of that song it's just the demons no like people really go through things and it really do- changes you inside and if you're not guided or treated correctly it's going to spiral to something worse. So I'm going to just say this because, and then not to say, ask another question, but when I was saying they were there in the Bible, they just were used to what they were used to because it was their environment. Like we saw earlier, you know, um, you, you can't do something if you've never been shown or taught it, you know, if it's not being been in your surroundings. So do you feel like in some instances when it comes to self-doubt in regards to yourself, do you think even in stories in the Bible, do you think that complacency played a part in their self-doubt? They're comfortable where they were at. No, I think they just didn't believe that they would be chosen for such a thing. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. See, I only even ask if we go, because, even like if I said, we go, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I only ask because just in reading every story, you know, they, yeah, yeah. they just were they were okay where they were at you know and yeah they were chosen for something that they felt like it was out of their league because they were comfortable where they were at so it, it, it took 
a minute for them to get you know there was only one person i can remember in the bible that just got up and did what god said <laughs> just said okay yeah. let me just throw this down i'm gonna go ahead and leave all the people that i know and go do what he said but everybody else was like yeah did you mean to call me uh-uh. yeah it wasn't no, me I was looking for was saying. it <laughs> no, no no i see what you're saying but i think i i can see what you're saying but i think because like I experienced something like that with the lady at the car shop remember I told you about it yeah and I I wasn't doubtful of telling her what my heart told me or my spirit I was just more in the sense of like me me give her this like me I'm not perfect and I think it's the thought of like you would never seen like somebody like for me for example nobody in my family went to church my mom like my Indian family so I don't know. That's a good question, actually. But think. do you do you have issues like you know? Um, we have spoken on last podcast how people you know they don't butt in other people's business anymore. They record something, but they won't they won't assist people when they know they're going through things. But oh, no, do, do you feel like you know it's been times where like even just taking a look at yourself, or even like Delinda, like coming out of like speaking on like coming out of your box, like even for me, when it comes to challenging yourself to doing something totally out of your scope essentially when we feel that challenge is because we are complacent we are okay with where we're at we're at we're afraid to go to the next thing and i feel like in some places in the bible they may have just been you know first of all they weren't ready but outside of just not being ready um they were okay with the lives that they had you know (laughs) and until god was like but you're here there's more for you to do you know so but they were they were okay with it you know just I, like me like if I if I go into a depression I'll be okay <laughs> um just laying in bed for a couple of days now am I supposed to is there a message like could I be recording podcasts I can do a lot I could be doing a lot of things but it's what I feel like in the moment and that's what I do um is there mm-hmm. something that I you know like can I finish my book yeah there's you know when you get to a certain point you know you we can all fall into that you know and not push forward or when God may open a door and we'd be like uh that's gonna be a lot of work for me to walk up them stairs to get to that door right <laughs> but he like um do you need some new shoes because we can go get those <laughs> No, but no, you I need to go you. get the, you need, but you need to go get to that door you know yeah it, it, I, I just wondered like thinking about the, some of the stories and just you know that and how they were you know had that self-doubt like you know I don't have the voice or I don't know how to speak or I don't know how to form great sentences you know yeah. it's a lot of um that that self-doubt comes because they judge themselves they yeah. judge themselves you know ahead of time and they were okay with where they're at because where they were at people understood them they didn't have to go somewhere where they had to change anything mm. or do anything outside yeah. of what they were used to doing yeah i don't know because if god was to tell me right now naomi i need you to build an ark a flood is coming um i don't know <laughs> and i want to be honest you know because everybody be like oh just to start the art. Yeah, I don't know if I would immediately, I'll quickly be like, okay, where the money gonna come from? Uh, for the- exactly. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm do this. Yeah, like, how much? I don't think I'd immediately be like, yes, sir, I'm gonna go do the art. No. Um, you sure you want me to build this art? I'm gonna need you to confirm this again. Like, um, I can make I mean? a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, I don't know if I would jump immediately to to the service, honestly. And it, and I'm not, and people will be like, oh my god, but let's be real. In the times that we're living, I'm a contractor. 
can I bring in somebody else? Yeah, like, like um, me about that. And you want me to tell people that another flood is coming? Yeah, I'm gonna go viral. Because <laughs> um, you know, back much. then Noah didn't have TikTok, um, none of that. You know what I mean? So yeah. the times is also different. Um, yeah, now nah, that's a good question. Yeah, I just yeah. you know, it just makes you think, you know, like like let's say mm-hmm. Amber, if, if God says, okay, He gave you a, a Open, son, uh, He gave you a son, He's telling you today sacrifice him. Ooh, Ooh I'd be mad. I'd be like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you All this time. I get, but I sacrificed mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> you always bringing up old stuff. <laughs> God. <laughs> no, for real though. But think, like to think about it. Or he tells you, Holly, go open, um, go open the Miami Beach and have like go, go separate the ocean in Miami. Like what? <laughs> well, I'm uh-huh. supposed to do this. What am I doing? I'm gonna get a, first. I'm gonna get arrested. Right. For real. Um, they gonna tell. They gonna think I'm delusional and and I need a straight jacket. I think. <laughs> what is she? What that, is she talking about? And it goes back to like, does that even matter? God says the word. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's 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 tricky. That's tricky. That's tricky because like we're not being called to the things they were called back then. <laughs> yeah. Um, and some of us are in 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 other ways. I can't say what calling God is. I really can't you know dictate what calling is that because I think I saw this guy go viral. He walked from I think New York all the way down to, and he wasn't accepting food from anybody or money. And he said God told him just to do that, and he did it. And everybody was recording him in every state that he went. And he literally had his shoes open. I'm going to try to find the name, and I'm going to send it to Holly, and then she can share it with you, Amber. But they I'm going to try to find his name. It. <laughs> oh, they, they did? They made a movie made, about him? They've made oh, two stop. movies about it. <laughs> really? Wow, that was fast. Yes. He just did that last year. Yep, they made they made a movie about it. Wow, that was fast. But yeah, and he got into, like, people were, like, some people were attacking him, too. There was people mad that he was doing that. I'm like, why are they mad? He ain't asking nobody for money. Right. He just walking from state to state. What's the problem? Oh, <laughs> because it, because he said God told him to do it. Yeah. No, he me. didn't. Ain't that just like Jesus? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So can't nobody do nothing. Right. <laughs> and then when he get back home, he was, like, on his TikTok showing people how to eat healthier and I don't know, I haven't seen him anymore, but it was this whole thing and it brought me back to that. You see what I'm saying? And people mm-hmm. quickly were like, and some people were taking pictures with him and hugging him. And 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 it just takes me takes me to, to understand that this world really wants God in their life. Why they don't pursue it, you know, to each his own. We all don't battle equally, but it just proves that people do want to you know, build that relationship, and I feel like it's our job to, you know, help others with our testimonies, like we're doing now. You know, is you don't need. I, I don't. I don't go to church. I don't knock it down. I do visit when I can, but I do my personal work at home. Um, sometimes I'll ask friends to join on me with on a fast. People who I know believe. You know what I mean? Um, I'll ask them to join me on a fast. If they say no, it's okay. I don't take it personal. Um, I understand that everybody has their journey and just because a God has me in mind and let's say my sister is not in it, you know, that doesn't mean anything. I don't have to shove it down her throat. God will right. get to her eventually. 
Yeah, um, that's that's a good thing to point out. Amber actually mentioned something about this a little bit ago. I think I told you, Naomi, where she was like, how can we get to more people, you know, with the word or, you know, because this day and age, kids really ain't picking up a Bible to read it. You know, they rather hear, you know, they're very much uh, music based or um, what they call uh uh, worship they worship you know they, they do more worship than they do they read the word they rather go to church and listen to the the pastor teach them something you know when we were going to church when we were younger they would pe- preach but I didn't understand that they were saying so later on when I was a teenager or older they would the people when I would go to a church they would say you need to also read it yourself so you understand it from your mm-hmm. point of view like the pastor telling you what it said because he read it and he understands it from what God spoke to him. You're, you might understand it totally different. So you need to read the word yourself so you understand it. Um, and that is where what I took from as I got older. But Amber said, like, how do we get to more people? Like, how do we get to them and give them this information, this word or whatever? And oftentimes it, it we can read the Bible all day long um, and let them know what the story says. But essentially people will attach it to their experiences. I can tell you the story of Moses or the story of Elijah, mm-hmm. but essentially you understand it more. It resonates more when you understand it in maybe a situation that you've gone through in your own life. Um, so, it, but Amber has said something about it. That when, so when you said, I was like, okay, Amber spoke about this. Like, how can we do this? How can we get, you know, mm-hmm. get a message out to them? Um, one of the things I want to say in regards to self-doubt is we tend, sometimes when people have self-doubt, they ask a lot of questions like, why me? Why can't this? And what's wrong with me? Or things of that nature. And people will often say, well, say the opposite. I'm going to say this because everything that people suggest is not easy. Like, if I ask why me... I'm definitely not about to sit there and be like, why not me? I don't do that. You know, it's not a, it's not a, <laughs> it's not a instant thing that I think about saying, um, because my why me might be because I'm going through something that I feel like I don't deserve. Um, right. and I don't understand why I'm going through it. So uh, self-talk is a thing that we do have to cultivate and again amber said practice and do it every single day when you feel like maybe you're getting in that that mode of like um you know beating yourself up or you're speaking negatively you know maybe listening to worship music may get you out of it maybe talking to god will get you out of it maybe writing a letter whatever it is that gets you away from doing the work of the enemy do that yeah, and don't let and don't let others like interfere in it. Cause like for instance, when I used to go to church and I was I used to go Monday, Wednesdays, Friday, and Sundays, right? Um, I used to go all those days, and not every sermon or message was for me. And a lot of people will go to church and think that every sermon, every preaching is for them. And sometimes you bring home a word that wasn't even for you. Mm. Yeah. And that that <laughs> affects a lot. And when you go to church and you don't understand that, and they're talking about you can't have one foot in, one foot out, you immediately like, oh, I'm a sinner. Oh, you don't hear my prayers. And no, no. And for me, that was my, my self-doubt when I even started this journey. I, religion was a big thing. And I remember God kept giving me the word forget religion, forget religion. And again, this is my story. You know, we all have our different journey. And for me, 
he was just trying to tell me forget religion because if I would if I would base where I'm at now on religion, I would have never started this podcast because I'm still I'm still I still sin. I'm not perfect. I still I still am learning things. I'm still human in a lot of aspects. You know what I mean? And if I was to listen to religion, then I'm not holy enough for this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's not how God works. You know, his mercy and his grace is not based on what a pastor, a deacon, or your neighbor thinks. His mercy is based on what he knows of you. He's your creator. Yeah. So for me, that was big on my self-doubt because I was like, uh, I'm not going to tell people nothing. I'm not even going to, because what they're going to say, this girl used to party Sunday to Sunday. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Right. So it's just that be gentle with yourself and understand that God is not human. And he's not a religion. We need to stop putting him in that box. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was that was nice. If you um were to give anybody a tip, Amber, in regards to self doubt and how to um overcome that, what would you say? I mean, if it's somebody who who does believe in God, because sometimes you gotta you got to switch the conversation sometimes. Um, I would tell you, we got to stop forgetting God's power. I'm, I'm a, we got to stop forgetting God's power. Come on now. This ain't the worst thing you done been through. And it ain't going to be the last. Don't yeah. let this be bigger than what you've already, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would definitely, I would try to drill it. You know what I mean? Like Every time I talk to somebody, hey, this ain't the worst. Come on now. You okay. It's all right. If it was somebody who doesn't believe in God or whatever, they don't practice or whatever, because you know everybody in the same spot. I wasn't here ten years right. ago. Yeah. You know, um, what could somebody have said to me to help me? I would just speak life into them. I would just I would tell them, hey, don't don't worry about what nobody else thinks. Focus on God. Mm-hmm. Just focus on God. Um, I, love uh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's what Jesus did. Jesus wasn't in the temples seven days a week. He was in the street teaching people love. Exactly. Um, one of the last things um, that I want to just share because you had mentioned it earlier in regards to the, your surroundings of people that you're around um, that also should change with when you're growing in the faith so that things like self-doubt don't creep in as I said um, months and months ago maybe three months ago um, the church that I went to the pastor had preached on what you need to have around you um, one of the biggest things was he said um you need to have faithful friends faithful people around you people who actually believe enough that if you're going through something that you um have those people around you that know how to pray for you like in the bible where the um the man who didn't believe in jesus 
took his friend to Jesus for help. You know, you need to have people around you that will pray for you. And you got to have fighters. And he's like, not fighters that are ready to, to throw down. But you need to have the kind of fighters that will go to God for you when they know you're struggling. Or they know you're having a hard time. Or they know you're fighting against something that's bigger than them. I love that. I love it. And he showed us that in the Bible with Moses, Aaron, and when they were fighting in the battle, that Aaron um, noticed that when Moses would put his hands up, that Egypt was winning the battle. I mean, um, I said Egypt. I'm done. Um, <laughs> the Israels were winning the battle. So what they ended up doing was one of them held his right hand and the other one held his left hand. And they were helping him keep his hands up because he was already weak. They were fighting for hours, days, you know? And. Yeah yeah and you know that even gives us that example where we need we need people you know what i mean we do need people to help us through but we need the right type of people the right type of people i love that you put that yeah amber what you were saying i love it too i loved it (laughs) (laughs) so that is my last little thing here um we are going to close out this podcast by thanking our guest amber for joining us today yes um episode four will be recorded next week and that is on letting go and as always you guys can reach us on uh instagram on let god do a podcast facebook in the let god do a podcast group and email is let god do it podcast at gmail.com also we do have a new um web page um let god do a podcast um it is posted in the facebook group and we'll be posting it on the instagram page as well and i will i will do the prayer today i haven't done it um so i feel like it's fair (laughs) <laughs> yes, we are ready alright dear heavenly father we want to thank you for today's message we want to thank you for today's word I ask that you bless me and everybody who is able to hear this podcast I hope it ministers into their life into their journey into the path that you have I also ask that you bless Amber and Holly um, as well as all other people who are working for you either writing a book a podcast a youtube channel please god keep encouraging your people keep helping us you know preach your word and show that you're full of love mercy and grace and that you're willing to work with us and you're willing to meet us halfway god i ask that you bless our families our children and our journeys in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen amen Amen. Alrighty, until next week, you guys. Adios.